With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't that. They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here, and it is December 18, 2018, on this wonderful Tell the Truth Tuesday. So the title of the show is 2018 Tried to Kill Us, and I saw a meme that said that, and I was like, yeah, it really did. So although 2017 for me was a year of tremendous loss, you know, I lost a lot of things in 2018, like my uterus, you know, things like that, people. So 2018, I think, started out as a year of realizations, you know, and even though 2017 was a year of, like, discovering sickness, illness, people in your corner, people aren't in your corner, 2018 for me has just been, like, this huge awakening, you know. So uh, it started with, in April, my case not being dismissed because my case was not dismissed, I was, you know, was uh, basically pled down to a disorderly conduct, which I had to act right for a significant amount of time in order for that portion to go away, which I was pleased about that. And uh, Turbovich Law Firm, who represented me uh, during that time, which for a lot of people, you know, legal counsel has been an issue. I've been seeing a lot of people getting in trouble, like, on TV and things like that. And if you don't have proper legal representation, your ass is going to fuck to jail. Now, depending on what you did, you might still be going to fuck to jail because the public defender's office, they just, they have too many cases. They can't look at your case and be, you know, so when you're paying an attorney, you're paying for individualized, specialized attention and for them to do their job, which is the best thing that what they are good at doing. So, uh, Turbovich were gun specialists, 
that's what they do. They, you know what I'm saying? Anything that has to do with a gun, they're able to handle that business. And so that's why I chose them over a different specific type of criminal attorney and so on and so forth. So when you're under legal counsel, you know, everything that you say has to be tight-lipped, so on and so forth. So I just want to be clear about some things. Um, I was never offered a plea deal because what I did was deemed as an accident in addition to that in the beginning. So my hands were never swiped. I was never drug tested. I was never any of that. So here we are almost two years since the incident and people want to still talk. So let's talk. So I also was never offered anything other than a misdemeanor. I was charged with a felony in the beginning, which they reduced it to a misdemeanor. And my attorney was like, absolutely not. Okay, because that's not what happened and because one of my witnesses did not tell the whole truth as to what they saw and that was was going to be able to be provable in court. So in 2018, when they basically gave me the rendering that I had to pay what I had to pay and go on and so forth, I don't look at that as I got off. I look at it as my family was dragged through the mud since 2017. I look at it as I protected the victim because at any time I could have just said the victim's fucking name, okay, and then, then, then he would, you know, this person would have been another victim, okay. So I never said anything. I never, you know, mentioned anybody's name. And so to hear people talk about my situation as if I had a reason to derogate, you know, speak derogatory about somebody or whatever, it's just, it's ridiculous to me because if you were really a fucking G and if you really was about your fucking business, you would know that when you have an attorney, they can't talk to me. Nobody can talk to me. You have to talk to my attorney and my attorney ain't talking to nobody. So whatever the fuck it is that I don't know what you people be doing out here with the law and, you know, this, this, and this, because we're having these conversations now, especially in my town that, you know, ratting and snitching is at an all-time high. I don't have no reason on God's green earth, especially when I paid my attorney what I paid to talk about anybody but my own fucking case, okay? Like I said before, if I was going to talk to somebody about something, it wouldn't have been the motherfucking police, okay? So... You know, in 2018, I dealt with that at the beginning of the year. Then my girlfriend died in uh, February. Um, and that it's just, it's been fucking crazy. You know, I lost people. I gained people. You know, I was still running my businesses. I started a new business um, in July, which is Raging Reiki. You guys can go ahead on Instagram at miss.d.scott or you can hashtag Raging Reiki. And then at the end of August, I started another business that I kept. Well, I am connected in another business, um, invested in another business. And that started at the end of August before I left the relationship that I was in at the time. And for me to not be able to tell my significant other about my business because I felt like, not that he was going to shit on it because he was very supportive in that way, but he was the type of person to be like, oh, well, I should do that too. No, motherfucker, you should do whatever the fuck it is that you've been doing that you're interested in. Um, so basically, my truth for today is that um, Sunday night into Monday morning, I stayed up. I went to work. My son had a play. Congratulations to him. He was in Willy Wonka. So just because I'm not posting, it doesn't mean I'm not proud. It just means it's none of your fucking business. And I don't like to have my son displayed like that because my son is his own human, his own person. And so although I'm very proud, I try to keep the post to him, you know, um, 
sparingly. Uh, my son also just became a big brother for the second time. His dad had another baby, so congratulations to him and Raquel. Y'all might remember I called her Boo Boo Kitty. Uh, and so they just had a baby. And then uh, that happened. Then I'm at work, and my son had his play, and I'm running around trying to get products ready because there was supposed to be a launch on Monday. Now, if anybody that's close to me and knows me personally, they would know Monday is really my only day off. So this Monday was a little bit different because I stayed up all night helping with the website, making sure that product was ready. We had some inventory coming in Monday afternoon, so the launch was supposed to happen at 1.11 p.m. and all this other stuff, but I had to go to court with a client of mine uh, via the Human Rights Commission because I also sit on the board of that. So I literally finished doing what I was doing at 8 o'clock in the morning, was able to get myself together, sat in court from 9.30 to 2 p.m. just so that I could be, you know, part of this young woman's uh, representation because she had to go to court on an eviction situation, which was unfair because her landlord was not, you know, in compliance with anything he needed to be in compliance for. And then I ended up having to stay again for the woman who is taking care of my friend's son now that she is deceased. Then I had to go back to court today, uh, family court this time, to not testify but to be present to acknowledge that this woman has had this little boy for the last six months, over six months. So here I am honoring all these commitments. I'm still going to work. I'm still, you know, trying to build my thing, and I literally ran out of fucking gas. I literally got to a place where I was having a conversation with my son, and I said, I can't even talk right now because I need to go upstairs and I need to rest my eyeballs because I'd literally been up for 36 hours, did not sleep, was just up designing. And like Quincy Jones said, if you guys get the opportunity to watch on Netflix, it's called Quincy. Uh, it was done by his daughter, uh, Rashida Jones, and it's an excellent film. And he was like, you know, I like staying up and working late nights because that's when the muse is. Muses, M-U-S-E, Muses come out. So the things that we are inspired by, the things that keep us creative and the things that we look to for creativity. So I'm up listening to fucking Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting but not in love anymore. And it's Monday morning, and then I was like, fuck it, I didn't even have any coffee. And I went to court, went and picked the lady up. And I don't, you know, I don't have to take things that far when it comes to my jobs, but I try to honor the commitments that I already made. And I think that that was a problem that I had in 2018 was watching other people not honor their fucking commitments. So whether you're a parent, whether you were a boyfriend, whether you were a husband, whether you were a wife, I watched a lot of people shit on other people in 2018. And I got shitted on too. It's fine. Um, but I think 2018 tried to kill us in the sense of whoever the fuck it was that we were before that person obviously had to go she had to be killed she had to go because she obviously was not saying what the fuck was going on so y'all know uh, I end up in a relationship uh, like right around April whatever whatever there was a whole engagement like yeah you want to I want to get married all this other shit I found out some shit that was unfavorable and if you guys listen to my previous shows you'll find out what that was and it was really the first time that I looked at somebody and he knew like, when I left Texas, like, he knew, like, this bitch ain't fucking, I ain't never going to see this bitch ever again. I wouldn't touch him as nothing. Uh-uh. And I came home, and I said to myself, and this is crazy because I really said this to myself. I said, how am I going to explain that I don't want to fuck with this person because they don't fuck with their family? Like, who, you know, how could you tell somebody that? And then I thought to myself, man, fuck that. I don't have to tell nobody shit. 
I don't fuck with that motherfucker and I don't fuck with him, period. You know what I'm saying? And he fine as hell in the face, all that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and y'all women, I think that you have lowered your standards to such a place that that's the only requirement, that he got to have a nice face. Like, what about his heart? What about his head? How we treat children and the elderly and his parents? And it just it wasn't good. And so on this show, I want to clarify something. When I said that a person would not have been a good father, I was speaking about him. So y'all be getting offended over shit that ain't none of your fucking business and ain't got nothing to fucking do with you. So I did a show, um, I think it's almost been two weeks ago now, with Tracy Vincent. So that show should be coming out. I can't wait so that you guys can get a visual on that. And then I got invited yesterday. Now, mind you, no sleep, team no sleep.com, uh, to do a YouTube show with my girl Juice, who is the owner of Drenched by Juice. And so if you guys are uh, following her, she's at Drenched by Juice. And she sells all the lip products and all that other stuff. So when I was in Toronto a week ago, I was talking about her lip class and so on and so forth. So that fucking happened. So I go there, I'm, I'm doing that, and then I'm drinking, you know, having a little drink and just trying to celebrate. And just I'm realizing that what happened to me 24 hours prior was that I think that, like, I could just feel my nerve endings on edge. Like, I literally had no sleep. And I was trying to cram everything into one day because this launch date was so important to me. And then I realized, like, why is this so important to you? Okay. And then I had to realize that either way, if people want your products, they're going to buy it, whether it's a Sunday, whether it's a Monday, whether it's a a Saturday, whether it's Christmas, whether it's not Christmas. So that happened. Then today I had to go to court, to family court, and then just to sit there and watch somebody's father who I know for six months has not been active in their child's life, you know, is very hurtful to me, and it's not even my son. You know, so I really think that 2018 tried to kill everybody. You know, like, it it really puts you, you know, to the test as far as your mind frame. And so I started learning in 2018 that, like, if I'm not happy, you have to go. So I don't really give a fuck what's going on with you. Like, if your vibe is off, I can't do it. Positive vibes only. And listen, the negative vibes are okay if you're going to get rid of the negative vibe. If you're going to dispel the negativity, cool, we can sit, we can have a conversation because I'm interested in dispelling that negativity as well. That's what Raging Reiki is about. But if you just choose to walk around being a piece of shit or being negative or having nothing nice to say about somebody or constantly criticizing somebody and you really don't have any motherfucking place to criticize anybody, man, come on now, you got to go. If every time I, I talk to you, you're talking bad about somebody and you're you're exhibiting, you know, bitch-like behavior and everything is bochinche and everything is gossip, I don't want to fucking talk. I want to hear about what you did today. I want to hear about what you did to better yourself today. Did you meditate? Did you work out? Did you fucking lift the weight? Did you eat healthy? Did you eat a piece of lettuce? Did you die of fucking salmonella? Like, what happened to you today other than this bullshit that you're talking to me about? And I think that a lot of you young ladies get it in your head and you guys are letting these men manipulate manipulate you into thinking that you are more or at a different place in life than what the fuck you are. And I tell people all the time, please don't over-exaggerate your place in my life because, bitch, you can go. (laughs) You, You can go. Bye. I don't need it. 
there are very few things that I need, and that's not one of them. I don't need it. So when I was having an issue with my significant other at the time, and I can't come and tell you about this new business venture that I'm going into because I feel like not so much you're a hater, but you're a copier and you're a bitch, and you would have told me some bitch-ass shit. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want So the fact that I have to hide my accomplishments from you is a fucking problem. Now, on the flip side, I've had dudes where if I was telling them about the accomplishment, they're going to tell me all the reasons why I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And guess what they're doing, y'all? Guess what they're doing? A bunch of motherfucking nothing. So you're not in a position to even offer me advice, right? And I'm telling you, I have had my soul broke in half in 2018. I really think that the year tried to kill us because, you know, I've had people say the most wild, crazy, foul shit to me. And I swear to God, this year people said some shit to me that I will literally take to my grave and never, ever forget that they said. And all that, you know, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm sorry, bitch, fuck you. You meant what you said when you said it. That's why I'm very careful what I say to these hoes, what I say to these people, because I want to mean what I say. And I want you to understand I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm saying it because you need to hear it. So when you tell people shit like, oh, your business isn't going to do this because what about your other businesses? And listen, you ain't signing no NDA to know what the fuck I'm doing with my businesses. And I was on the show last night with Juice, and we talked about people copycatting and what I think about that. And I said, imitation is not always the sincerest form of flattery. Sometimes, bitch, you're just copying shit. Sometimes you just th- you you see that I'm trying I'm getting at this bag or whatever and you think that you could do whatever the fuck it is that I do and that's a problem that Juice has had. You know, everybody thinks they can sell eyelashes. Everybody thinks they can sell lip gloss, but you don't realize that girl had to get shit shipped in. She had to get websites, she got to get business accounts like you have to do mad shit. It took me 8 hours to set up my online store and my online information and get shit sent to my house and get packaging and find, you know, that this person is, is, is better at shipping than this person. And this person was going to charge me $47 to ship some packaging. Like these are things that you do when you really are bossing about your business. So when people bother me with shit that don't have nothing to do with me or, and I told y'all before, I'm never going to argue over somebody's a raggedy ass son. And I'm definitely never finna argue over somebody that go home and call another bitch bae. I'm never going to do that. You can argue about that motherfuckers. Maybe that motherfucker means something to you, but in my, in my life, I learned to try to keep people in a positive light. So even a motherfucker that tried to kill me, I don't wish, you know, bad on him. That motherfucker serving a lifetime prison sentence, you know, Somebody that was very abusive towards me in the past just got out of jail, you know, which I haven't seen him, but he just got out of jail and served eight years. You know, I don't wish that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Loss of freedom, loss of life. I don't wish that on anybody. Loss of being able to spend time with your children. I don't wish that on anybody. Okay, even though people will wish it on me, like I said, I learned in 2018, but there's a lot of people that will fuck you, but they don't fuck with you. You understand what I'm saying? So I ran into... Shout out to Victor Sanchez today at uh, Family Court, and we had a conversation. And, you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, people can say a lot of things, but they want to, you know, like maybe they don't like me because I rubbed them the wrong way. Then don't fucking bump into me then. If you don't want me to tell your truth, stop fucking telling lies, you know, because some shit just don't add up. If you adding up one plus one and it's equaling five, that means I found three other things that didn't make fucking sense. And I'm going to tell you about it because it don't sit right with me to sit here and smile at you and, and, you know, let you think that I don't know 
or that, that I didn't know about that. So we were talking about the fact that my ex, you know, and it wasn't even a big deal that he had the other Instagram page that we didn't know about, but it was the fact that I specifically was like, yeah, babe, that's what's up, that, you know, you got this Instagram page and, you you know, you deleted it and all this other shit, and then we find out he really didn't delete the page, and then I sent him all the snapshots from each and every day that I saw him, you know, just not even liking people's pictures, but just, like, following people, whatever, whatever. Now, I don't care about that type of shit. Right. But I realized that these last three years when I was in these relationships that I really put a lot of my business on the back burner, a lot of the self-care things that I could do. Like I really was walking around here looking like shit, you know, because I felt like shit. I was being treated like shit. So, yeah, you know, old boy in Texas, he was an excellent boyfriend. All the cuddles, all the snuggles, all the love that you could want. But that shit was fake. That shit wasn't real. You had an ulterior motive, which was to make yourself look better, to make yourself feel better. So if I'm pulling you out of depression and shit, what the fuck can you do for me? You know? You telling me, oh, quit your job, move down here, da-da-da-da-da. What the fuck we going to do? Sit in the house? Like like what we're doing? Like, are you crazy? You understand? Listen, and I got mad friends in, in Houston. So the point of the matter is I feel like I was respectful in 2018 to a, to motherfuckers that really – on God disrespected the fuck out of me to other people in their life. Like, I don't, like, if I have a man, I'm not on, you know, bigdicks.com liking niggas' pictures. I'm not doing that. If I got a man, I'm not entertaining other niggas. And a lot of people have to understand that. For women, it's very easy for us, y'all. We're not cheaters. So when you see us pop up with a new dude or whatever is going on, trust me, that's a dude that all we had to do was accept his phone number. All we had to do was answer the DM. <laughs> All we had to do was say, yes, I'll go to lunch with you. And just like that, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So, you know, that meme is true when it's like when they find out she ain't in a relationship no more and they be lined up trying to holler. So maybe they saw the value in me, but you didn't. And I'm thankful for that. You know, so right now I'm just single. I'm just doing what I'm doing. And, again, I've told you all before, this is why I say this. I'm single until married. Because I would never want no dude to think that just because he was putting a ring on, and then somebody else was like, oh, she didn't have a ring. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because last I checked, I was going to pick out whatever I wanted. I'll give him that. I didn't have a budget when I went to go get my ring. You understand what I'm saying? In Pittsburgh. So people just have to worry about their own fucking self. You have to worry about your own ring. You have to worry about what's going on with you. And me, in my life, whether if I care about somebody, if I love somebody, I don't care whether you had a fucking ring or not. When I first got proposed to by my ex-husband, we didn't have a ring. We went, picked one out, same, and I ain't shit. I don't care. Same jeweler. I don't care. In Pittsburgh, Frost and Company. And we went and had it made, and we exchanged rings on the day we got married because we got married, like, fucking 30 days later. Okay? So your idea of what engagements and marriages and shit like that should be like is very different. I don't want the wedding. I want the marriage. I want the shit that lasts. I don't give a fuck about a party. I want to throw a party and wear a white dress. I could do that. So... I also say 2018 tried to kill us because it really forced you to look at people and just be like, you really don't give a fuck, and you really don't fuck with me like that, and so therefore I'm going to have to return that energy to you and just not fuck with you back, and that's okay. You know, and it's very difficult to leave behind people that you was trying to come up with or leave behind people that you want to see do so well and you care about them so much. I won't say love, but you care about them so much, and they don't want it. They want to disrespect you. They want to talk shit to people. They want to, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm tired of this generation of girls that sit there and listen to it. 
You can't talk to me about no other bitch. Don't talk to me about these bitches. I don't care. You love her. You ate her ass. You ate her pussy. You did whatever. Don't talk to me about these other bitches. You understand what I'm saying? Because at one point, that was exactly what you wanted when you was putting your mouth on her. Don't do that. And so if more women, I think, would just shut cats down, they would stop this bitch-made behavior. They would stop doing that. Because then what happens is, is I have a legion of little girls that don't like me, and the only thing we got in common is one dick. Okay? So what does that tell me? You didn't have nothing nice to say about me. You understand what I'm saying? And this is very new for me because all my exes don't have – no nobody want to be my ex. Don't nobody sit up and talk shit about me like that. They admit, listen, I'm probably the reason that she fucked up like that. I'm probably the reason why she's going to be single for a minute because I fucked up. I was a piece of shit. I did some, you know, deceitful shit. I can't stand no deceitful motherfucker. So there's a meme that was going around, too, that was like, you know, people say, like, cheating was an accident. No, it wasn't. Like, y'all motherfuckers linked. Y'all was talking. And when I'm with somebody, I don't even talk to other cats on the phone. And one thing that my dudes will all be in agreement about is she wasn't fucking with nobody on me. She wasn't. Because these, these motherfuckers is crazy. These, they picking up phones. They doing all type of shit. But then I also feel like maybe I should have went and been doing the same shit that y'all was doing. Inboxing motherfuckers, doing shit like that, because then maybe you wouldn't have been so secure in your relationship with me. So 2018, I'm glad to see it go. I'm glad that it showed me who was real and who was fake, who had my back, who didn't. 2017 was bad enough, but 2018, I mean, that shit just ripped through it. It, it, it was like a fucking tornado. And so the other day, what I didn't say was that I stayed up all night working on the website for 716cbd.com, and I am super excited that we will be, I mean, the website is up right now, but the products will be added to it. So I am, you know, in conjunction with 716CBD, the products will be held um, also at the store. We got distribution at the store on Military Road across from the factory outlet mall. So I have product that's in there. So we have bath bombs with 50 milligrams of CBD per bath bomb. They're two for 22. We also have shea butters. We also have the elderberry tinctures, and I will be getting ready to do uh, formulate the masks with them, the facial masks with bentonite clay, as well as the CBD in that. So we have a ton of shit that's going on with the CBD because I want it to be part of the green rush, and it's something, that's what they're calling it, the cannabis uh, thing. So that's why you saw me in the pictures with Crystal People Stokes, who is in legislature for making sure that cannabis becomes legalized, not just for medicinal but recreational use, and is making sure that people that have those violations on their records for marijuana, just selling it or using it or whatever, those things get expunged so that we are eligible to purchase and be growers. So, again, my heart goes out to G5 Cultivation and Jardin out in the West Coast in Las Vegas, Nevada, because they are black-owned, black growers, and they are off the chain. It's what Lil Duval smokes. So when y'all see him, G5 Cultivation has um, an entire website with all that stuff on there on uh, Instagram and on Facebook as well. And shout out to Larry Smith, I mean, because he was an innovator. This is a man that – so when y'all talk to me about, like, stupid shit, I think about Larry Smith. I think about the fact that he's been in black enterprise a million times, the fact that he owns an entire neighborhood in Vegas. He took it, bought it, renovated every house, and now rents some houses. He owns an entire subdivision. And he took his own capital and started G5 Cultivation with his master grower. So I think he had two other investors, which means that for them to start this company, it took them $3 million. I watched him build that, you know, that warehouse from the ground 
okay, from the ground, like nothing, a slab, okay, and now he's selling out in retail stores, and he runs G5 Cultivation. He has a million plants in there, and let's just be clear, so when people talk about that they have money, I tell people all the time, like, what's money to you might not be money to me. So the fact that everyone is trying to, you know, get on G5 Cultivation's wave and Jardin's wave just because of the affiliation with the celebrities and stuff like that. But what you're not realizing is this grown-ass man came up with a million dollars liquid because they ain't giving out no loans for the cannabis industry. So if I could just be like a little smidgen of that when I get out to the West Coast to try to take a tour of the uh, facility, that would be great. And, you know, Larry Smith, I mean, you're talking about some nice-looking brothers. They're in their 40s. They're not, you know, 100 years old. They didn't get their money. They got it from the mud. They didn't go out and, you know, have to rob motherfuckers, at least that I know of. They got their money from the mud. So shout-out to Larry Smith from G5 Cultivation. Hope to see you soon. And, guys, I want to leave you with this song that makes me eternally happy. Um, I've been listening to it before she even came out with the video with Ghostface Killer and the doobie rap and the leather jacket. Um in New York. So my girl, Tiana Taylor, I mean, you got to love her. The bitch pops out a baby and her stomach is, is, is as flat as, as this fucking ground right here. And then she comes out with this and y'all forget the fact that she can really sing. So I know that y'all know that you're going to love me. So if you, if you hated me in 2018, good. I hope that part of yourself dies and that you grow to love me in 2019. Make sure you guys check out 716cbd.com. I think everything should be listed on there tomorrow because we made a mistake and hit live for it. But also, Follow us on Instagram at 716CBD on Instagram. And your girl is just growing up on a Tuesday. That's all. And that's my truth for this week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. 